Hi, my name is Bralado, and this is Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bralado, and this is episode 21. It's actually an unscripted episode, and if you listen to the last episode, um, we've been on like a four to five months break. The last time we had a consistent recording of Plainly Speaking was back in April, and like I said, I apologize the last time. This was due to certain things that were happening in this month, and well, most of it had to do with me and my apologies for that. But we are back and want to keep doing this consistently. And in that four to five months um, break, we kind of like had three unscripted recordings. We lost one, but we have two. And this is the second part of this one. This we recorded sometime in July. July, yeah. This was recorded sometime in July. And we just sparked off a conversation we're having on um, on WhatsApp, Baggy and I, and we just decided to record about it. it. had to do with Luke 15, and we want you to just see what we began to discuss about Luke 15, and trust this will bless you. And remember, if you have questions or comments or suggestions, you can send them to plainlyspeaking22 at gmail.com. Thank you. Okay, hello. This is Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bralador, and this is our 21st episode, I want to believe. Yeah, so... Okay, so today we, we are looking at um, um, Luke 15. Luke 15. We had, Baggy and, I, Baggy and I had a conversation today earlier on, on WhatsApp, and we decided we'll just record and extend that conversation to the podcast. So we're looking at Luke 15. So I think this episode should be called Scarcely Speaking because what is amazing and um, I, I think what what began what what how the episode began which i think is quite interesting or our conversation began was um i was writing a number of nonsense on your page i was dropping a lot of nonsense on your page when i said um, to the one to the one drowning under the weight of sin and its guilt, f- fully aware of the consequences of it, the death of Jesus for his sin, is it too good to be true news? And then I added and I said, we are promising us the love of God outside okay. the cross of Christ. The love of God is that we do not die for our sins, but you can reject the love and the grace, preferring darkness rather than light. Then you agreed, you said yes. And so this is what caused the trouble and i added i said jesus did not lose the 99 71 <laughs> you know yeah and then Maybe that's said, what i would title itself <laughs> yeah you know and then you said uh, he was reckless <laughs> and, uh, and then, reckless love might not be true and so that's the table where, where, where we unintentionally were addressing and let me put it ahead of time. Yeah. I love this song. I cry every time I listen to that. I added that I love the song. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. we're not coming against the song or the lyrics. What we are then you said something. You actually said we have used that parable to insult Christians who have been faithful to Jesus. When we tell them, Oh, why don't you love sinners? Yeah. You know, as though Jesus was talking to sinners and and going down in our chat, we began to talk about how you asked the question. He says, does the, do the, does the prodigal son story have to do with 99 saved Christians and one saved and backsliding unbeliever Christian? You know, and then I, and then we, that's, so that's where the conversation yeah. begins. And so that's the first question I want to ask you. Does the parable yeah. 
Does the parable of the prodigal son still have to do with 99 saved Christians and one saved Christian who now backslid? You know, is that what the story of the parable is about? Okay, um, lo- looking at the parable for itself, uh, no, uh, that's not that, that that's not what it's about. I I think what we've done um, is that um, we've tried to read the parable into um, the scenario where it's a Christian, and because here is it: um, if we're trying to make it um, about um, ninety-nine Christians that are, are ninety-nine Christians and one christian that was saved and left it doesn't kind of like fit into the story and especially the context jesus christ was in because there was no christian at that time technically nobody was saved Uh, nobody was saved so there was no christian um so and the story has to stay with what jesus christ was referring to not who we want to refer the story to in our present day so in how we read that text we must stay with who jesus was referring to and um and who he was speaking to in in luke he starts off with the fact that oh there were tax collectors and sinners and jesus was talking with them so jesus was talking with tax collectors and sinners and pharisees were present there and they were like um why are you talking for goodness sake why are you talking with these pharisees and why are you hanging out with these guys do you understand if you claim to be the person that you shouldn't be with these guys in other words, maybe we're saying you should be hanging out more with us. Yeah, he was. He, he then was. Jesus he gave three parables. Actually, he was a rabbi. Yes. He was a holy man. He was a rabbi. Now, now we're not saying that he was the Messiah because they didn't yeah. believe he was the Messiah first and foremost. But whatever he was to he them, he was like a prophet. Foremost, yeah. He was a prophet. He was a rabbi because they called him rabbi. Um, I think it was this guy that called him teacher. Um, yeah, they called him rabbi. Nicodemus. So Pharisees knew him as yeah. a teacher. Um, they called him prophet. Yeah. The prophets actually said, um, the uh, disciple says, oh, they say you are Jeremiah the prophet. So we knew they knew him as a prophet. So whatever it was, he was a holy man. You know, and um, I think the problem that we were having yeah. was, like they said, they said, this man receives sinners and eats with them. As though, sinners as though, as though that discredits, discredits him as a, as a holy man. When you look at the law of them, um, the Jewish law, there were certain things that the priest was not to do. There were certain associations the priest was not to keep. And so this man, a holy man, claiming to be close to Yahweh, and he's 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 hanging around sinners, and um, he eats with them. And so that was really the context. But but if you look yeah. at it earlier, it says, then all the tax collectors and Does the sinners it. drew near to him to hear him. And so we must realize that the f- the facing of their statement yeah. was quite false because he was not hanging around them. Yeah. They were hanging around him. Was not hanging. They were hanging around him. Yeah. So it's not like he. Jesus <laughs> did not go to club. That's a very important thing because <laughs> they came to find. <laughs> they came to church. Jesus did not go to club. He came to church to look for you. When I was saying that uh, yeah. Jesus, uh, I said Jesus was the friend of sinners, so let's go to the. No, no, no. That's not where the revival will start. It's not starting a individual concert. <laughs> the revival is not starting there. <laughs> the end is starting there, not the revival. Uh, you get what I'm saying? 
And so, not the revival. Yeah, it's not yeah. the, the early yeah. starting there, not the revival. And, and yeah. so, so we must just yeah. get the context. And I think the facing of their question was problematic. So he was, he was yeah. addressing, I think he was addressing, there were a number of things he was going to address. And so if we look at it in context, because I was looking at the parables earlier, we looked at it in context. The first two yeah. that we call parables, the lost ships and the lost coin, sorry, not ships, ship, yeah. the lost ship and the lost, and the lost coin, coin were not parables, they were questions. He said, which of you? Yeah. It's a question. And it's a question which is a you. thought experiment. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah, true. Let true. me see if you act differently to how I'm acting. You know, and if in your scenario you would act differently, then maybe I'm at fault. But yeah. if in your scenario <clears throat> you would not justify yourself to act differently, I'm the problem fault. is that you might not be seen as God sees. Because when he says, what if, what if, then when he goes to the parable of the prodigal son, he just begins to tell the story. Because in verse 11, he says, then he yeah. said, a certain man has two sons. Yeah. So this was the first parable in this context yeah. that was going to be applicable to the audience. I think the first thing he was saying, he was addressing audience. Yeah, yeah. I think what he was addressing primarily with his, with the Pharisees and the scribes who were, to be fair to them, they were trying their best to be righteous. You know, the problem with it was their practice yeah. of righteousness. I, I, I think discussing with somebody today, not you. Your practice of righteousness. Yeah. I remember you know, we were talking earlier and I, and I shared with you that he actually said in Matthew 23, that the Pharisees and the scribes were sitting on the seat of Moses. And he yeah. told the people to listen to them. But they should not do what they did. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then somewhere in Luke 19, yeah. he, when Jesus was talking about the two that went to pray, the Pharisee and the tax collector. And he said, the Pharisee, the problem the Pharisee had in Luke 19, the pro problem the Pharisee had in Luke 18 verse 9, was that yeah, he trusted in, they trust, who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and they despised others. That was the problem. Because if you look at his prayer, the Pharisee stood and prayed trust within himself. Yeah. He said, God, I thank you that I am not like other men. And so his pride was the pride of his place. And I think that's where the issue was. The pride was the pride of his place. Because yeah. if you look at what the comment, the commandments that he thinks he's keeping, he says, the Ten Commandments says, love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. But that's not the whole commandment. That was not the whole commandment. Jesus Christ says, the second is like unto the first. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so yeah. if you claim to love God with all your heart and yeah. all your soul, and do not love your neighbor as yourself, you do not love God with all you don't you're breaking the commandment john says how can you say you love him whom you have yeah. not seen why you hate True. him who you see and so in their bid to love god their despising of others was actually a breaking of the commandment and so that, that's the shortcoming because paul was yeah. a pharisee and paul was not ashamed of ever being a pharisee paul said i was a pharisee of pharisees yeah when in remember in Acts 21, when they brought him to the Sanhedrin yeah. and he exclaimed, or 22, he exclaimed, say, I'm a Pharisee, oh. Sanhedrin. <laughs> you know, I'm a Pharisee. And he, he, he did not say I was a Pharisee. He said, I'm a Pharisee. Yeah. He said, I am one, oh. Because yeah. it's a Pharisee yeah. is like Rotary Club. <laughs> it's like Rotary Club. It's not good or bad. It's like Rotary yeah. Club. Yeah. You know, Nicodemus was a Pharisee, yeah. but yes, he was a disciple of Jesus. So it's, it's not good or bad. The problem with the institution the of Jesus, yeah. was the tendency to look down on others, which was a shortcoming in itself, which is a breaking, which is a breaking of the law, which is shortcoming in itself. Yeah. Yeah. So and so so, 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 give or take, looking at looking at the context, right. it's not about Christians. 
Okay. It's about the righteous. Ubotic. Yeah. No Jew at the hearing of the parable. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's about, it's, yeah. We must understand in the light of their context and not ours. That's why I say it this way. It was about the Pharisee who considered themselves right with God. Yeah. And the sinners and the tax collectors who also were Jews and had walked away from yeah. God. You know, so there's something that we will yeah. discuss when we talk, get to the parable of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. yeah, I would love to highlight if we look at it in the Jewish context. So, but you can actually just share share yeah. on the parables, the early ones, the lost sheep and the coin. Let's let's see how far we can go in there. Okay, so the okay, so the, the first one talks about the sheep that who loses one sheep and doesn't leave the ninety nine in the open field. So it says leave the ninety nine in the open field and goes and gets the other sheep. And when he's coming back, you see him hanging on his neck. And talks about the fact that um, uh, I think it's a woman. A woman loses um, has hundred coins. Ten, ten coins. Uh, one and she has 10 coins sorry loses loses one ransacks the whole house till she gets one now the the thing the thing the thing so the one clear difference you see with um the first two like you said there are questions and analogies um is that um how the lost is returned is different okay clearly how the lost is returned is different for the sheep the shepherd actually goes to look for the sheep okay for the coin the owner ransacks the whole house and looks for the coin now to the story and the plot which which should readily apply to the situation at hand um first of all um there's there's no you 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 kind of like see that um the elements in the story are different are very different so we look at this relating to who jesus was speaking with and who he was answering because um in giving these two in giving these two answering these two questions he was actually answering the pharisees for what they had said because they had said why should you be hanging out with tax collectors and sinners and he said this almost takes the same tone of when he said at, at some other time when when, when they said uh, um, the same thing the same question was posed to him and he answered that by saying that see um is only the sick that need the physician yeah. the one who is not sick does not does not need the, does not need the physician so practically the same tone so in jesus answering oh you've lost you've lost the sheep i think what we see clearly is how much value how much the owners are not ready to lose one of what they have even if they have more because one is as valuable as the other and and like you said the major the major issue with the pharisees was how they were condemning of others not how they were trying to live to the standards of what they believed or or what or what they believed of the law but it's how they were condescending upon that was their problem like they were the ones creating that was their problem they're the ones creating the dichotomy of oh we are the pharisees we are the righteous ones you are the tax collectors and you are the sinners the, 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 the tax collectors actually were sinners actually the ones, they, they, let's not let's not sugarcoat it they were actually sinners, sinners actually yeah yeah they were sinners that's why that's why that one that came to the temple says <laughs> god be merciful to me a sinner 
You were seen as actually. Let's not sugarcoat it. Why was that so? Partly because yeah. they were. They were aligned with the yes, Roman, aligned with the Roman Empire. They were, they were, they were overtaxing people. the people. Like, they were robbing. They were robbing. And Zacchaeus yes, was the It was yeah. terrible. And Zacchaeus, everybody had defrauded. Yeah. I would give four times. Yeah. I would just, just those And that's why when John the Baptist was talking to them, four times. John the Baptist opened his mouth and told the tax collectors, don't charge the people more than Rome is charging them. Like Rome yeah. is charging them a lot already, and yet you yeah. are exploiting them with it, and so they set the tariff. A lot already. So they were sinners. Let's not let's not make it look it. as if oh it's just a normal job. Many police are thieves in, in Nigeria. Yeah. We know that part. <laughs> let's not get tax. It's not make it. It's not make it any. Ah, they're exploiting the position. There's some places if police stop you, you'll be afraid for your life as a young man. So we know it. Yeah, we know it. Yeah. Yes, that. Yes, as a young man. Nah. And so yeah. the tax collectors we were, were what they were, and Jesus <laughs> was not. Jesus was not trying, was not going around about way to deny that. I think that that's really what is important. What Jesus yeah. was doing was, why do you think? Why are you thinking God's response to things is different from your own response to things? That's what God his issue was with. He says, why do you yeah. presuppose that your response to you yeah. losing a ship should be different from how God should respond to losing something. Yeah. And so you say, what which of you having 19 a hundred ships? Losing something, yeah. A hundred. Big number, one zero. If you lose one of them, do you say no, a I hundred. have 99? Ah, thank God I have 99. You do not say thank God I have 99. You leave the other ones in the open no, no, field. No. Where it, where they because the truth is he didn't yeah. say somebody came to take them away. He says one of them strayed away, got lost. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. So, so, so we're not looking at people. Yeah. not trying to paint a picture that would say wolf somewhere came to snatch it. It could be that. I'm not going to say it was not that, because David said when a wolf came, he left the other be. ones, chased yeah. the, that one, beat the wolf, killed lion, killed the bear that took one sheep. That was David's righteousness. One sheep was missing. David left 99, went, killed the bear, took the one sheep. And so the question then is, if that is your natural response to loss. You don't sit back and say, you know what, man, I count my losses. I lost one, but I have 99. Man, thank God. He said, you, you go after that one. And then when you find it, it feels like, man, yeah. you found 100. Because when you find that one, it's like, man, God, thank you. And then you carry it on your shoulder and you have been well, thank you. <laughs> and you're coming back. Yeah. He says, do you think heaven's response should be different? The problem is that we do not realize that heaven has owns everyone that is lost. We don't realize that. Yeah. Everyone who is found and everyone who is lost belongs to True. Jesus. So it's the one that lightens every man that comes into the world. Everyone. Even the David who I make fun of. Jesus owns. And so for me, for me looking yeah. at Jesus, yeah. say, so he was really appealing to their you when you see one like you have you do not count what you have you do not want to lose anyone you yeah. don't want to lose anyone you don't and lose so do anyone, you think yeah. god's holy yeah. response you think do you think god will be less holy behaving like you towards what he has now mind you yeah. if we leave it in the context of the scriptures these are jews and they were god's inheritance yeah and so the good and the bad belong to him Jacob was a lot of his inheritance. Yeah. And so when he says, see, 
if you would celebrate the one that was found, don't you think that there will be much more joy in heaven over a sinner that repents? And so what Jesus was telling them yeah. was that his position with the sinners, which is that they came to hear him, was that he was seeking their repentance. And so it did yeah. not matter to him whether he was eating with them, as they say it said, or whether he was receiving them as they claimed. They had come to hear him. And what he had for them was the message yeah. of the kingdom. Because mind you, Jesus Christ said, yeah. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. And so it's not as if Jesus Christ was saying, mm -hmm. Oh, God loves you in your sin. Oh, adultery is okay, it's not that bad. That's definitely not what Jesus was saying. Jesus was saying, if you look at a woman to lost after her, you have committed it. So Jesus' words were, were heavy. Yeah. It's we're not heavy, as if yeah. they were coming to hear me, but the truth was they returned to Yahweh in him. Yeah. When the tax collectors and the sinners came to him. For the first time, they came close enough yeah. to hear about Yahweh without the, without yeah. somebody telling them from afar, you have no business hearing about God. Yeah. yeah. The message was brought close to them. And, yeah, see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in, in this line of thought, what, what I perceive is that the Pharisees were not interested in saving yes. people. Like, their life and their doctrine did not have room to welcome people in did not have room to welcome sinners in and to see their life yeah. change so it looked like their own their own salvation was a bubble that only them could fit in and was only for only them. how can you be the how can you be the how can you be the upper class if everybody's on the same level <laughs> yes it's, it's crazy yeah. how can you be special if everybody's special yeah and so you need Special. that your bubble, you need that class, you need that that, that place. Yeah. You need to maintain it alone. And so your desire is not yeah. to make the ground equal. And that's why part of what God promised that he would do yeah. in John the Baptist was that when he comes, he would he would he would lift up every valley and make every mountain and hill low. He would make the crooked places straight and the rough places he would align. He says so that all flesh will see the glory of God together. That was what John the Baptist came to do. Yeah. And so, while he came to bring the mountains, yeah. though, which are the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those that felt they were special, he also came to make the valleys, bring the valleys up. He said, blessed are the poor, for yours yeah. is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor. Because imagine, that was the time period where your wealth was connected, believing how they thought. They thought your wealth was the proof that Yahweh loved you. Yeah. It was not just a status symbol. It was a symbol of your place in the promise of Abraham. God was confirming his covenant with you. That's why you were rich. And so to radically hear them say, that no youth who are poor, who it looks as if Yahweh has not made rich, actually you are the owner of the kingdom of heaven. You have a part there. That's radically different. That was the work of bringing the valley up. You know, it yeah. was that work and, and making the place strain because because a lot of what the Pharisees did was to make the crooked places. And so he said, you give them burdens, you give the people burdens to carry that they will not even leave, put a finger to help. And so he told them all the things. And that's why Jesus Christ said, listen to their teachings, don't do what they do. Yeah. You know, and so when you look at the Pharisees, they had to maintain their class, but because if everybody is special, that no one is. 
It's the reason why we have intersectionality. Yeah. And so we're looking for victim classes. You know? And so if you are if you are, your sexuality is, is towards hell and then you are black and you are a woman and you are you are the greatest victim class. So you are you are propped up on the interse- intersectionality ladder. <laughs> you know? And that's why we're discovering John Pierre, the White House Secretary. He, she's one of the top and then you're not muslim again oh my god you are number one <laughs> you are the most you are number the most victim you know and you see people it's the race to the bottom i want to be the most victim i want to have the the most greatest victim point you know and that was the problem for it says see you guys for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men that's what jesus says but who to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites yeah. he said for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men for you neither go in yourselves nor do you allow those who are who are entering and go inside he says for you devour widows houses and for a pretense you make long prayers therefore you would receive greater condemnation long prayers, yeah. and so he goes on and he says for you travel for you travel land and see to win one proselyte when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourself. So your desire is not to make heaven accessible to them. Your desire is not to yeah. say win, seek and save the lost. Your desire is to find a special, it's just to make your class better. You know, I'm looking for the part where yeah. it says, you, you, okay, that's why we, talk, that's why we go, always go to God and make reference for tight. And Jesus Christ said tight is good. How we look for all these things in the wrongest places sometimes. Jesus Christ said, what do you scribes and Pharisees? For you pay tithe of mint and and cunning and have neglected the weightier things of the law, justice and mercy and faith. Do you ought to have done that without leaving the order undone? We say, you see, Jesus Christ said, tithe is good. That's, that's, see, you missed the whole point. What he was talking about there was the weightier matter of justice and love and love and mercy. Can't be a of money. Is that with you? So, 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 we no, the problem. It's like Jesus, Jesus trying to get our attention on something very, very important. <laughs> That's you. Guys, we need to do this. Oh. Yes, you are doing this. Oh. It's just like, for instance, it's just like, for instance, um, person to do something. Let's say you, in an yeah. exam. You wrote, you answered, you answered the questions that did not carry so much you, marks. So you answered the questions that gave you five, ten, but the questions that were to give you fifty, you did not. And, answer and the one that answered ten, you were now one of, the, one of the one of ten. There was a, there was a diagram about drawing the yeah, human heart. That, yeah. You now spent your time only for ten marks. You <laughs> were drawing the heart. You were painting the heart. You, you, you put blood vessels. You painted some lines blue. Painted the veins, the arteries blue, the veins mm-hmm. red. And you can say, man, that's just 10 marks. <laughs> that's just 10 marks. They are not saying, yes. So you should, should not say, Jesus, yes, you have proven the point that there's nothing wrong with doing this 10 marks. <laughs> yes, but you, you didn't do the, you didn't do the one that had 40, 40, 60. <laughs> and so you will do this one and still fail. Uh, you know, and. You still have that, that, that's the problem because he, he goes on and he says things like um, I don't know what it was in this particular event where he says you give them heavy weights to carry that you will not even lift a finger to help them yeah 
And so this begins to show us Jesus' grounds or Jesus' problem with the Pharisees. And so he says, say, you guys, no, that's fine. You and the scribes, that's fine. You are not doing bad. Your problem is that you have missed the weightier mark. And so to him, now this is the same account, he says, woe to you because you, are, you, you build the tombs of prophets. Let me even read the earlier part where it says, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly. Now a tomb that is not smelling is good. Just because I did not say the tomb should be dirty inside and outside. So you appear beautiful outwardly. Okay. He's not condemning that you appear beautiful outwardly. But the problem is that inside you are full of full of the bones of dead men. And you are unclean. Just exactly like Prager talked. See Prager quoting scripture since. Yeah. Yet Prager was saying you can watch pornography. <laughs> uh, you know, the body, you, 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 you say man is not, it's not okay now. The man will always look outside. So if it's in spite of, not instead of, then it's good. Thumbs up. It's, you are dirty inside. <laughs> you are dirty. He lost every glow. He lost every glow in my eyes. Because he's really he watches pornography. I can't bet you. <laughs> he watches it. Because he cannot picture a faithfulness towards God and his wife from his inward part. Yeah. He cannot. He had to say, you know, a man, a man was made to procreate plenty. That you know the man cannot be satisfied. Who said that a woman cannot use the same argument? Yes, you know, sir. and so what Jesus was addressing basically here, I think is powerful, is he was addressing, I said, the, the, the question about our relationship with what is ours and believing God's attitude towards yeah. his must be different. He said, Do you think God should be should be shy over a child who returns? Just the way you were excited over a sheep that was found. Do you find the sheep that was lost and you start regretting and say, ah, oh, why did he even get lost? You're happy you found him. You're Funny you found him. Yeah. And just because if you're happy, do you think heaven will not be happy? And so because Jesus Christ knew the joy of heaven, he was revealing to the Pharisees the joy of, of heaven. heaven. Yeah. And says, when you get the yeah. sinner to repent, Heaven is happy. Now, Jesus Christ was not bringing a new message. Gabriel actually told Daniel. Wasn't being Gabriel told Daniel, He that turns many to righteousness shall shine like the stars in heaven. Righteousness. Stars in heaven. He said yeah. it so, so this is true. The one that means it will shine like the stars. And then he goes and talks about the woman. The same thing. He says, when she has found it, he calls her friends. Now, this is what happens in Israel. Imagine like with the example we gave, imagine if you have a hundred thousand naira in your pocket and then your accounting is only ninety-nine thousand yeah. you are counting. Papa, you say count it again, I beg. Count it again. Check the other pocket. Why you drop that one? <laughs> you keep counting. Why you drop the counter man, they check, man. What do I get with the one K drop? <laughs> yes, sir. Let me even give you this example. It's a terrible example, but I would since we're being honest, I'm ashamed of the example. I don't know if I should give it. <laughs> My, my school father then, in, when I was in SS1, he was in SS3. His name was um, Toju Empero. That was his nickname, Empero. Or was a don in his head. So yeah. he, used to buy, he used to buy weed and smoke weed that time in SS3. I was in SS1. And so he kind of loved me. I don't know why he liked me. He loved me so much. So one of those days when I was working with him, one military man came to give him weed. 
And so he told the Mulich man to give me. So Mulich man gave me the weed. I carried the weed. I think they were about 16. I don't know the number. He just gave me. So by the time I got to the senior dorm with my... This is my school father, I told you. I get to the senior dorm. He begins to share the weed for the people who had paid money. You know? And so... I guess somebody had paid for four, you know, maybe it was four, four they were meant to share, there were four of them or so, whatever. And one was missing. And so he said, Baggy, where the last one day? I said, I, I don't know, it's not this, this number. He said, no, no, one is missing. He said, okay, don't worry. So he gave the other guy. So I think he was going to take sh on his own side. He was going to be shot on his side. I left the room immediately. Shot of side, yeah. I was going to be, he was going to be less on his own side. So I left the room immediately. I retraced my step. This was, this was about after 11 in the night. There was no light in school, so it was just this, it was the light of the moon that was lighting up school. I retraced my steps to the very place. It'd be like say, I leave church, House of Grace. I can't walk out from House of Grace, where House of Grace they Walk out towards Fetty side, right? Retracing my step to look for yeah. that one week that was lost. When I found it, the joy with which I ran back to give him, when he got it, he said, now I love this boy. This now is my right hand man. I love him. You know, and why did I take, go to, he had told me to forget it. But why did I, that day is indelibly yeah. marked it. I'm seeing the night. It was for his joy. He was not going to do anything to me for, having yeah. one less weed yeah. but he gave me 16. even if i didn't know it was 16 he gave me 16. why will i lose one that was david's attitude in the in the, in the, in the wilderness david could have said what about daddy one wolf came i beg some of us will even kill the sheep ourselves and say a wolf came was it not the same brothers that uh, sold Joseph and say Lion King. And they killed an animal and poured the blood on his chest. Lion King. And then, didn't they eat the animal that they poured the blood on his cloth? See, Lion King, my beg. <laughs> to Joseph. You know, for, so why would David risk his life for a sheep, for the father's sheep? Against lion and bear. It's for the joy of the father. You know what Jesus Christ said? Father, Jesus yeah. Christ said something about his, his stewardship as the shepherd. As the good shepherd, he yeah. says, All whom the father yeah. gave me, I lost none. I lost none. That's 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 someone who is 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 lives for the joy of his father. You know, and just the way a man celebrates or a woman celebrates that she finds one coin, he even says, Likewise, I say to you, there's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Return, so you know what do you want heaven to be happy get sinners to repent get sinners to repent get sinners to repent get sinners to change their mind not sinners to make the sinners prayer get sinners to return to yeah. god and remember. sinners to change their mind because a lot of times i think what the sinners prayer is, is now we, god looks as if we come to jesus so that we sanctify our sinning Say, say God, you know, <laughs> now that I give my life to guys, I'll go to heaven, Abby, so I can keep sinning. He said, No, he doesn't want to come sin. He has taken my sin. This is not, he died for this one that I'm doing. 
And so we come to Christ so that we sanctify our sin, not because we want to repent. And yeah. so, he said, so he said, he said, there's joy you heaven over a sinner. Heaven is not happy over a sinner. 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 Heaven's heart is broken over a sinner. Over a sinner. That's why he, that's why he says in Luke 19, for the son of man has come to seek and to save the lost. To seek and to save. Not just to seek the lost and to be their best friend. He said, ah, the son of man has come to be the best friend of sinners. Say, didn't you read the scriptures that Jesus is the friend of sinners? His desire was not to be their best friend. He says, so this salvation has come to this house because he also is the son of Abraham. That you can go there, that's Zacchaeus. When Jesus Christ saved Zacchaeus. Yeah, in Luke 19. And Zacchaeus says, look, Lord, I give, I, I, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I will restore fourfold. And Jesus Christ said, stood up and said, today salvation has come to this house. Why? Because he also is the son of Abraham. So the context was son of Abraham. He also. You get the context? This is Abraham's son. He's a tax collector, yeah. but he's Abraham's son. And if Israel is belongs to Yahweh, don't you think all Israel should be saved? That was his, that's what he was putting forth before them. And so he says, he said, if he is also Abraham's son, he said, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. To save that which was lost. To seek it and to save it. I think that's what we miss it a lot of times. And another thing I think that it, was, it showed us here was that even if the Pharisee was righteous, let's assume that they were the righteous one, right? Because I think we didn't, we didn't talk about yeah. the 99 that, that needs no repentance. Because the truth is, even if, the no person, even if they were yeah. perfect, even if the 99 never offended you, when you find that 101, you will jump up as if, man, and the 99 can say, but you were never happy like this for me. You were not lost. <laughs> not yeah. lost you know and that's where we miss it that's yeah. where we miss the story but something here i want to just say if they consider themselves special yet our natural response to the lost reveals god's eternal repose to this he's elated so we should not we should not think god loves the sinner that repents more than the one who has been with him no just the same way you do not love the one thousand that you found more than the 99,000 that is in your pocket. The truth is that you are elated. <laughs> this, is an, this is a moment of joy. Yeah. This joy is shared with the whole yes. hundred. Whole the hundred. whole hundred yes. shares this joy. It's a shit. So it is, it is a, it is a, because the 99 have fulfilled the joy. Yes. Already. Imagine if he came back and the 99 was lost. lost. The 99. <laughs> <laughs> he will kill the one. <laughs> what value is there having one shit? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not. So it is not that. It is not that God just recklessly leaves. Yes. <laughs> Or recklessly leaves the 99. I just say, I beg. The one where they go find important person. Why are you looking for it? I go find that you one. You don't have that 99 ship. 
She why you looking for it? She have chased away 99 and kept one. She have chased away 98 and kept one. Yes. <laughs> I love that you said that it fulfills it the joy. Those ones are fulfilled. They fulfill the joy already. That everything is complete. Now this one was lost. So like you said, it is it is it is for, it is in the moment that this one was lost. And now God did not say he loved them more. It is the joy of He said it is he's joy. happy. Yes, His joy he was talking that. about not love. He's happy. Ah, someone say you you you, 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 and you, you, you the joy. I'll add this one later. So and and this is what he's doing. He's rejoicing in the moment for the one that has returned more than the ones that did not need to repent. But that joy is because they are now complete. Oh. They are now complete. Imagine yes. you no know, people throw people throw and they too are and they I went I said yeah. look at it look at it look at it. It says heaven rejoices over um a sinner that repents than the righteous that need not repent question is the heaven that is rejoicing is the righteous not in the heaven rejoicing they are with them they are part of the heaven they are part of that class so it's a shared joy. joy yeah it's a yeah. shared, and so the problem with the 99 yeah. is if they do not perceive that they are part of that joy and that's why it's going to lead us into the prodigal song story part of that. because he, so, he did not see himself yeah. as a part of the joy joy he says it's not about love so it's not reckless love you can say reckless joy but it's not reckless love okay it's yeah. reckless love in the fact that he will go for the one but it's not that he abandons the 99. yeah the one not abandoned they were Nine. left where they were safe because safe. if he came back and they were lost because he loves he them, loves so. them too. He, yes he loves them so much that he doesn't want to lose them like this he has one. lost this one and the, the truth about it is because if he loves the one he goes he goes to find, then I will get missing every time. Oh. As if I say, love Charlie pass yes, me, no. I will miss. And that's why some Christians have entered a cycle of sin. Because they think God is always happy in their repentance. Yeah. They say, God is always, ah, God, oh, I'm sorry, I've come back. Oh, there's joy ever over one that I repent. And you always repent. You think that that joy will stay. You, are just, you just break heaven's heart before you call your immaturity. Well, trust that. Um, well, thank you for listening to Plainly Speaking. This episode, episode 21, The Joy of Heaven. We're glad that you could join us and listen to this. And I'm sure that this, in one way, um, blessed, inspired, and there was something to learn from. We're glad that we, we can always put out episodes like this. Um, we want to keep this coming consistently through the next, um, the next part of this year, which is leading up to the last quarter of this year and bringing out more episodes every week that would um, just us sharing our hearts plainly speaking things that god is bringing to our minds as we're reading scriptures as we're meditating as we're having our own conversations amazing things that we get to get to be blessed by and get to hear so if you have any comments if you have questions or suggestions on this particular podcast of plainly speaking please send them to plainly speaking 22 at gmail.com thank you For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart 
may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way.